You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Love that sound. With that sound means it's time for another The Killing After Show here on AfterBuzz TV for Season 4, Episode 5 on Netflix. Truth Asunder. Um, quite a good title given the fact that we finally... I didn't think that we would learn who the killers were until Episode 6, but we learned it today. I am your host, Phil Svitek. Unfortunately, Oriana Leo is not doing too well um she's uh, meaning she's sick but she'll she'll she will get better and she'll return for the final episode i think to be honest it's just uh, karma because she watched all the episodes already even though we promised you guys that we would not do that until uh you know we did the final episode and so i think it's karma coming back to uh to get her um feel free to tweet her that anyway truth asunder episode five um, we pick up right where we leave off before with the lake and, you know, uh, Lyndon, we ended last episode on a close up of Lyndon and we come back on her kind of reminiscing about everything and, and really coming to terms with what she's done. Um, there's nothing for her to do but to face it. Uh, and her expression may be very blank, but certainly inside she is, she is a wreck of emotion. Um, and it it was really great to see that, uh, you know, um, where, where she's kind of really going more and more inward and whereas before, uh, the earlier episodes were even titled unnerving, but even though things are unnerving and things like that, she only continues to ironically get stronger in all of this while, as, as I'll talk about later in the episode, Holder grows slightly weaker. But before I kind of continue, um, obviously, you know, in our past episodes, we if you've been hopefully listening, we've talked about uh, Walmart Savings Catcher. It's a great program. And so uh, I want to remind you guys yet again what that is, how you get involved, and uh, most importantly, to spread the word as well to your friends, just like you do with this podcast, just like you do with AfterBuzz. So Walmart Savings Catcher, what it is, is it's a program where instead of shopping all over town just to get, you know, the best deals for stuff that you need, just go to Walmart. It has what you need anyway and get, you know, don't worry about the savings just yet. Just just buy what you need. You made a list, now shop for that list. Then take that take all that stuff home and take your receipt, go to walmart.com slash savings catcher, put in that receipt and through um, what I just call amazingness because I don't really know how to explain it, but there is a science to it that I just don't understand. It takes, it calculates all the savings are in your area and returns it to you and an Eve gift card to Walmart. So the cycle can, can continue. You get the savings, you get the shop again for other stuff that you need in the future 
It's just a great way all around. It's a win-win. It's a win-win not only because you're saving money. It's a win-win because you're saving that money and time. No more driving around town and that that other hassle. You get to spend it um, with people that you care about. You know, and that's always been Linda's problem. She's never had the time to do that. Um, this gives you back some of that time as well as the money. So walmart.com slash savings catcher. It's simple. It's easy. You just put in that receipt after you've shopped at Walmart. So check it out today. Um, and I know some of you guys have done it already. So now the, the important part becomes tell a friend. Why wouldn't you, you know, you're a bad friend if you don't spread the good word. Um, which is obviously what happens when Holder and Lyndon, they withhold information from each other and that isn't good. So that's the lesson to be learned. Um, okay. So, you know, I was just talking about Skinner's body kind of being found, but it isn't just Skinner's body, it's the bodies of all these victims, um, you know, and, and so back at the, what I'll just call the morgue, um, as they're kind of trying to ID the face, um, I really love Reddick on this mission of trying to solve all the pieces together, and uh, they're unable, given that Skinner is obviously so high up in this hierarchy um they can't do an autopsy just yet they have to you know get they have to wait for the right people and uh reddick is quick to say hey as soon as that happens let me know i want to be the first one to see the results of this um along with them obviously because it's a great interest to him and he wants that information between before holder and linden um and then we we get the arrival of Lyndon and Holder, and as they're making their way to Skinner in all of this, they find Callie, um, the girl we've been searching for in Season 3 of The Killing. Um, she's there among all the other victims, and, you know, it's it's such a troubling time for all of these things because, uh, as we've kind of mentioned, Holder is becoming a father or, you know, he wants to become a father. And last season, you know, he was really great with those underprivileged kids. And, and um, you know, and so to kind of see these, this come full circle um, where he's trying to escape from the law, but he's also, you know, how could he have remorse about it when this is, you know, this was caused by the person that they took out, or not necessarily him, but obviously Lyndon. So it's, you know, a lot's going through his mind, um, and on top of that, he's obviously back on drugs. Holder, <laughs> you might be able to argue that she's doing better um, or not. Uh, not quite sure, but um, evidence comes back that the car is uh, is Rain's. Right, so last episode it was, you know, the, the, the photos of the car, um, and whose was it? That was a big question. Now, now we try to search for the car, and we also get, um, we're trying to figure out, okay, the, the, the affair between Philip Stansbury and Colonel Rain, um, we go, we, we, we kind of end up going, um, you know, right there, and we try to, you know, try to get that warrant, uh, not necessarily a warrant, but try to, they try to search the car, um, but basically, it's held up, because we need a warrant. 
Um, anyway, also, um, again, this is a little bit tougher because unfortunately I do not have Oriana, so please forgive me. By the way, anytime I do pause, take a moment to write down your thoughts on tonight's or, you know, today's episode as I'm talking about it. I love all your guys' opinions, things of that nature. Um, I have to say, uh, kind of backtracking, one of the things that I had forgotten to mention, um, it was, it was, I really loved the scene between Reddick and Lyndon because finally, you know, Reddick feels he's so close and then he's got everything that he needs, um, to get Lyndon because obviously last time he didn't have what he needed. Um, he, and Lyndon got him right then and there, and she said, you know, I was having an affair with Skinner, if you want anything more than that, blah, blah, blah. Um, this time, it's so shocking when, when he's in that office, she comes in, it's, it's one of those things where it's just completely dark, and it's a, it's a big surprise, both for her and, uh, for me as an audience member, and he lays out the entire plan, and... I'm sure you guys were the same way where you're just watching that and you're like, how is this going to go? Holy mother F. You guys can fill in the blanks for the explosives. Um, but what I loved is uh, she has that she has that great line, I misjudged you. Pause. And you're like, oh my God. what What's, you know, because that part of it is, uh, you know, it can go one of two ways. And it goes in the way that you would never expect. Um, and I have the quote here. You're even more incompetent than I thought because if you have, if you had anything more than this effed up, made up story, I'd be in cuffs right now. That's the equivalent of dropping a mic right there. Lyndon, she sold nothing. She literally, you know, that was, that was the most brilliant comeback I've ever thought of and I, I, I didn't know that she could get out of it, but I give her so much credit, and I think, you know, partially it is because Lyndon is a, a cop, and so she knows how these things work. As she keeps saying on early on in the episode, circumstantial evidence, um, nothing can be proven, all that jazz, and, you know, Reddick does try to rebuttal with, you know, none of this, none of, um, you know, your buddy kind of gave you up the NA meeting, um, and... That was interesting to learn, but um, that he's kind of going for this. Um, in hindsight, what he's obviously trying to do, at least I think that he's trying to do, you know, he's not necessarily trying to side with one person or the other. He's just literally, the more that he can break up Holder and Lyndon, because when he obviously speaks with Holder later on, after the big blowout between Lyndon and Holder, it... You know, he, he, he reverses it and says, you know, Lyndon's bringing you down, man. Um, tell your side of the story. I can help you. Um, and the only reason that he even knows about this is because Lyndon went back to the lake and threw the phone into the lake and obviously was seen by Skinner's wife. Um, so it's just, it, it's a combination of, as we've, as, as Oriana and I have discussed, um, throughout the season thus far, they're not being truthful with each other, first and foremost, which is terrible. And because of because of they're not being truthful, they're trying to handle situations on their own without talking it out and causing dumb mistakes. Holder's dumb mistake, obviously the NA meeting. 
Uh, Lyndon's dumb mistake, throwing the phone into the lake. Both just terrible. Um, and one led to the other, you know, and, and it's kind of the chicken in the egg, um, scenario of, you know, what really caused one. Um, but, you know, um, great strategy by Reddick to try to split them apart. And I'm still, I'm still torn. You know, and, and I don't even know if we're going to get it by episode six of whose side Reddick is really on. Is Reddick just kind of want to rise up in the ranks and kind of put to light this terrible situation? Is he trying to avenge Skinner? Is he on Holder's side? Is he on Linden's side? Is he against every, like, boy, I don't, I don't understand. And, um, my nervousness is I won't ever get to find out. Um, Anyway, back at St. George's, our other case, the Stansbury case, um, we we are able to search through the car, and nothing shows up, um, except, obviously, interesting to note that it has been reupholstered, um, which is never a good thing. Um, so we have that. Um, we kind of do, um, we do, we do search for, as we, we've kind of come to learn in the past, you know, I can't say episodes because there's only six of them and, and the information comes out so fast. So it's in the, only in this, this episode and past episode about, uh, Rain's love of dancing. And so the search becomes one for Charles Ross, her dance instructor, and they kind of question him about everything that's going on, and for lack of a better term, uh, they're cuddle buddies, and um, in true Holder fashion, I love when he when he does his colloquialisms, when he's able to bring pop culture references, um, everybody's seen Dirty Dancing, uh, Gian Jane just needed a hug, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we do come to learn that she did lose a child. Um, we don't get further than that um, in terms of what that fully means, but she did lose a child. Um, and by get further than that, I mean only in the scene. Obviously, uh Later, it comes back, and this is where I'm starting to kind of jump more around just because, you know, things are connecting in my head. Um, uh, you know, we have this great scene here with with the dance instructor, but then um, what I, I really love later on, the Linden and Rain um, tit for tat because, uh, you know, these women think they have each other so figured out. And it's always like, okay, um, you know, I, Rain always says, I know women like you. And, and, and later on in, in that actual confrontation, she says, you know, you don't even know what it's like to, uh, do you know what it's like to kill somebody? And if only Rain knew, um, you know, what, how capable and, and, and what that has actually done for, for Lyndon. And, you know, and ultimately, which, which woman is better? Um, because, you know, uh, it's, it's just the bomb is dropped in this episode. And again, I was not ready for it. We find out who the murderer is. Um, and it's, you know, we suspected that it could be Lincoln. We suspected that it could have been AJ because towards the later episodes, he became kind of more evil and whatever else. And Rain was always somewhat of a suspect. 
and we come to learn it is all three of them as commissioned by Rain. Um, and, you know, Holder had that great line of, like, she has a whole, you know, she has a uh, whole army of people at her disposal that are just trained to kill and want to kill. And, oh boy, was he ever right. Um, that's exactly what happened. Um, and, you know, I, I, so the reason why I kind of say that, obviously I'll, I'll talk about the ramifications for it in the greater sense, but when Rain and Lyndon are specifically talking about that, I want to know who, who the better woman ultimately is, because even though they've, they've murdered, um, Lyndon murdered someone who, I can't say deserved it, but certainly was, was evil, you know, and I don't know if Rain is quote unquote evil, but she is capable um, of these certain acts. Now she may have a justification for it more so than um, Skinner ultimately did, but does that make it right? Um, you know, I, I don't know. And it, what's interesting to also note. Um, in this scenario that kind of ties back into our, uh, for lack of a better term, heroes of Holder and Linden, is that the three killers, Rain, AJ, Lincoln, they're unraveling in their own terms. Um, you know, they're, they, they both have an idea of what needs to happen. Um, there's AJ, you know, he's the one who says the plan's falling apart. Um, we need, we need to figure this out. And basically the plan needs to be, okay, what does Kyle really remember? And he's tried to remember. He remembers certain portions, but obviously he's never fully pieced these things together. And that, I love, I, you know, Rain is so protective over uh, Kyle. And that's kind of what, you know, I think ultimately has thrown us off, or at least me off, about her being the killer, you know, um, obviously it was in hindsight, it was, it, it's, it's kind of obvious, but I, I, I want to know there, there's deeper love and affection. There's a reason why there is that love and affection towards him. Um, and I, I'm excited to hopefully learn what that is, but, uh, AJ and, and Lincoln certainly do not share her sentiments. As evidence of family day, um, this was this was absolutely great. Um, it was set up in the perfect of ways where earlier in the episode when when Kyle does she gets called into the office and Rain tells him you know you don't have to be a part of the festivities etc cetera, etc cetera. and yet he chooses to be a part of that and they they um, make that great thing of like hey you know um, yeah at night we do these things um, and I. I love the inclusion of these traditions. Um, not that the traditions themselves are great, because by no means has any of the, uh, you know, all these hazing things have just been so brutal. But, um, you know, the more brutal part is, I don't know if they're coming up with this stuff on the fly or how they were able to research it, because it's not, you know, it's, it's not your typical hazing tactics um, that I can recall. Certainly, um, and maybe I'm just not a hazing expert, so I guess that's good for me that I'm not. But, you know, they, they've been utilizing it in the best of ways, story-wise, and um, 
it's really been fantastic to see. Um, and so in terms of that, uh, I'll kind of backtrack to the quote unquote lesser parts of the, uh, of the episode. But for now, I'm just so excited to talk about all, all, you know, all these things. So as you know, they, they get him into the bathroom and this is where finally, um, it, it, with this weird tradition, <laughs> he's finally, he, he remembers kind of what happened. Um, you know, it, he, his memory is jogged and it's just, um, the, the, this one that they're having him do just the picture of his mom and like, Hey, how much do you love your mom? We all like, first off when they obviously they're making him try to jerk off to the photo of his mom because his mom is, has been portrayed as the slut and is, it, it's so grotesque and disturbing to watch in that way and made more disturbing by the fact that they keep saying, you know, we love our mothers and obviously that's, that's an ironic taunt. Um, it's supposed to be an ironic taunt. Um, but in terms of production and the way it was done and the acting, it, it hit on, it fired on all cylinders because it, in the best of, in the best way to describe it, it was just so disturbing and, um, and it hit its mark. And in terms of, in terms of everything, it jogged his memory and, you know, he, he now kind of knows the truth of like, wow, this, this, maybe not the whole truth because he wouldn't have known about rain. Obviously that, that wasn't part of it. You know, it would, he would have to be like in third person perspective to be able to know that. But he, um, obviously this has happened to him before. And so, you know, he now knows the truth. He, he manages to escape. Um, and he goes to the one person where he, he thinks he can find solace. Um, but lo and behold, he can't. And, and, um, we end on that haunting shot of the figurines, much like the ones that his father has been giving him one for each of the years that he's been alive. And that's where we end in, in, in terms of the episode. And, you know, I think, I don't, I, it's going to be interesting to see who he goes to next in terms of advice. I mean, I, he's, he's just been forever burned by, you know, to begin with his family. His father didn't like him. The mother was a quote unquote slut. The sister wasn't much better either. It was only the younger sister that he really cared for because she represented innocence. She represented, um, the capacity to be better and be beyond this. And so he really wanted to, to, to be his mission, perhaps to a lesser degree to kind of help that along and help her and really protect her. Obviously he could not do that. Um, whereas he thought Lincoln was this evil person and he avoided him. He found Sauce and AJ that, what that couldn't turn out not to be the case. And now he's just blindsided a hundred percent by the fact that the colonel is involved in all of this. And so he, who does he turn to? I, if he, you know, uh, he's liked Lyndon, but for the most part hated Lyndon throughout this entire season because of her, um, tenacity. And so, but I wonder if, if he's going to go to her regardless. Um, that'll, that'll be really interesting. Um, kind of backtracking, you know, I, I, I had talked about the, 
fight between Holder and Linden. And again, it's just one of those bad things because this is where, this, you know, as we're nearing episode six, they need to be stronger than ever, but they're splitting up more and more. And so if, if Reddick is able to split them apart and get uh, testimony, then things... Again, and he's the, he's the loose cannon out of uh, it to me because who knows what he's going to do with this information, and uh, you know they just they just hit so brutally in that fight. <sighs> you know what makes you a good parent, and obviously after what what Lyndon suffered in this episode with Jack about finding out like hey you know she basically realized how pathetic and alone she really is. And that's when Holder also has that great line in this fight is um, he questions, I'm the one who's effed up. You're only, the, the only people that you care about are dead. And that obviously is, for the most part, very, very true. And that's how very sad it is. Um, but London's, even though not in the way that she says it, she's also correct that, you know, uh, Holder's a junkie. Well, he's not a junkie, but, you know, he's obviously reverting back to his tactics, which isn't good. And, um, you know, it's, it really is sad because th these are the moments where they should really be helping each other out instead of bringing themselves down. Um, I give a lot of credit to Holder, um, to maybe, I don't know if he did it in the best of ways, but he kind of stood his ground to a lesser extent with Reddick when questioned about the whole thing of, you know, Linda bringing you down, as I mentioned earlier. Um... So, yeah, that kind of uh, is an overview of the episode and my thoughts. Uh, again, I wish it could have been more of a discussion rather than kind of me yapping my thoughts into space and into your brains and uh, your uh, viewing devices. But, hey, Oriana was not here and the show had to go on um, for better or worse. But hopefully, uh, you know, make it up to me, guys, by going on, whether it's iTunes, YouTube, or wherever else, the website, and commenting. Let me know what you guys thought of everything. I'd love to hear it, um, especially, you know, kind of going into it. If you do talk about spoilers, just kind of preface it beforehand so that way, whether I or anybody else reading that isn't uh isn't spoiled anything that they we don't want to be i know what uh, people get very sensitive about that stuff rightfully so spoiler alert spoiler correct alert. um thank you sean overman in the booth now with that let me get into some predictions for the series finale Okay, series finale. So, as I mentioned, um, this, I can't believe we found out who the killers were this early. But hey, I'm glad now it becomes a dramatic irony of like what's going to happen. You know, certainly AJ and Kyle are after him. Who knows what Rain's going to do? Who knows if they're going to, you know, what's going to happen with Kyle kind of running out of Rain's office and where he's going to go after that. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting notion of how Holder is going to make decisions because obviously he has Sarah to think about. And in today's episode, I didn't really fully touch upon that, but she says, you know, the politics of certain things and, and getting a warrant. Um, she didn't want to risk that for their relationship. Um, so we'll see, uh, you know, I, I, 
I, it's been great kind of seeing their relationship. We don't get too much of it throughout the whole season, but I, I'm sure it'll play a decent enough part in the series finale. And I really think Reddick's going to have a huge role in a lot of this. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, that's kind of uh, now. The ultimate prediction is, do Holder and Linden get away with this? Uh, because ultimately, the, there's got to be some justice made against Colonel Rain, against Kyle, against AJ. How that fully happens, I don't 100% know. But I feel like they're gonna they're gonna get what they deserve. But the question is gonna be: Does Linden walk away scot free? Does Holder walk away scot free? And and the question may be: Maybe Linden. This could be like the best thing that happened to her, where she just needs time off in the worst of ways. Um, and are, is being in prison a good solution for that? It might not be so bad. I don't know. But I am excited to talk about it, and we have in the books, um, I believe, let's say 99.9%, just because you never know anything can happen, but we have the character of Kyle Stansbury to be able to join us for the series finale. That'll be fun talking with him, um, and especially with, given all the facts, you know, we can almost kind of do somewhat of a season recap with that, not just talking about the final episode. It's, it's It's been great so far, and I can't wait to talk about it with Oriana and him, and also continue the discussion with you guys. Follow us here on AfterBuzz TV, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. We've got a great lineup of fall TV shows, so a while the killing... Um, is coming to an end. There's lots of new stuff to look forward to. Thank you guys for joining me. Hopefully you guys enjoyed yourselves. I know I certainly did. I'll see you here next episode. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.